So, the harvest truly is plenteous. The laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest. What? Pray the Lord of the harvest. What? What? What are you going to ask God for? Come on. What are you going to ask Him for? Send forth laborers. Oh, novel thought. We lack laborers. We ask Jesus to send some. I can just see the light bulbs coming on all over the room this morning. Revelation knowledge is breaking upon you. Wow, we lack ministry. Let's pray. But hold on, I'm not done yet. Look at chapter 10, verse 1. Now, in the Greek manuscripts, there is no break between Matthew 9 and Matthew 10. Chapter divisions were inserted by a itinerant preacher riding around the country on horseback. And they've stuck. But ignore those chapter and verse divisions. They don't exist in the original manuscripts. In the original manuscripts, Jesus, after saying those very words, after just prior to this, doing signs and wonders and miracles, you know what he does? Look what he does. Matthew chapter 10. It says, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he did what? He gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Then it names them, every one of them. And I want you to look real close in there. There in verse number 4, there is one named Judas Iscariot. Do you realize that the anointing of God was on Judas Iscariot to preach the gospel heal the sick, and cast out devils. Mm -hmm. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans, enter you not. But go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats nor shoes nor staves, for the workman is worthy of his hire. Now the point I'm trying to make is this. When you pray... Lord, send forth workers in the harvest. Guess who might get sent? Actions speak louder than words. As chapter 10 indicates, when we pray this way as Jesus instructs, He does indeed send forth laborers. He may bring Jack and Myra. He may bring some of the rest of you, who knows, from wherever, and to be a part of this remnant, this body that is going to impact this whole area. But beloved... By and large, He wants us to raise up people from this congregation that take Him serious and that believe that they have an anointing on their life and that they can do what Jesus tells them to do whether or not they have academic, educational, or what have you, credentials or qualifications. Some of us are ever learning but never doing anything. Beloved, there comes a time when you got to do. And I experienced that first church of learning everything there was to learn about the practical aspects of the ministry. Everything I could learn about the practical aspects of the ministry. Years later, I had a young pastor come up to me and he said, he said, oh, I was at that point pastoring two churches and the one little church he wanted to become pastor of. And I interviewed him and he said, oh, I, I know I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited, boy. I'm ready to go pastor. I said, okay, now I, that's great. But I'm going to tell you one thing. A year from now, I would like you to come back and sit down with me. And I want you to remember this because I'm going to ask you in a year from now. I'm going to talk to you about this in a year from now. I said experience or wisdom is not cheap. It don't come free. It's going to cost you. Listen to me, church. Excitement alone is not enough. Anointing alone is not enough. 
you need experience. All of the anointing in the Godhead can reside in you, but if you never get up and do anything with it, you'll never gain the experience. And consequently, you'll never be fruitful. You'll always be talking about what might have been, what should have been, what could have been. You have to put something into it. How about it? Do you care about the lost? Are you lost? Do you know the great shepherd, Jesus Christ? Are you without a savior? Jesus sees your hurt this morning. He sees your confusion. He sees your wondering, your searching, and your loneliness. He wants to bring you into a place of belonging, into his family, into his kingdom. He wants you to be in a body of believers that are caring, loving, kind, that are open, that are receptive to you, that worship the living God, and that want you to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls people, I firmly believe this, and plugs them into a body where he knows they will receive the nurture and the care and be involved and have the opportunity to be involved that they might grow 